a banker picks up the guitar and goes like this, you know. And a rock and roller goes like that. Hello everybody and welcome to this edition of BPM Pod, the podcast where we get behind people's music. I'm your host, Ashley Grace Vendel. Thank you very much for joining this week. It's really, really great to have you here. Great to have your company through this episode. And man, have we got a good episode for you today. If you're a first-time listener, a special welcome along here to BPM Pod, the podcast where we look at some of the unsung talent, some of that talent that maybe hasn't been discovered yet, that deserves to be discovered, and we give a platform for those people to tell their story. And this week, we're showcasing a talented individual indeed. There are no tracks of the week this week, but there are some extra bits of music at the end of the episode, a sort of three-song gig from the guy we're about to talk to, to sort of round off there. So let's get straight into the interview. He's a friend of mine. He's uh, one of the first guys I met when I moved to Berlin. He's a cool Canadian dude. He is a source of inspiration even for one of my songs. As we talk to Moves Johnson. Now you might know Moves because he hosts uh, Open Mic Night in Berlin. If you're based in Berlin, you might know him. And uh, he does that every week. He's also a regular at a lot of other open mics. And he's got this kind of unmistakable long hair, hat, beard, which he shaved off recently, but he's got this long hair, hat, beard. He wears these uh, small rounded sunglasses, hat, and uh, he's very tall. That's another thing you know about him. I actually wanted to give him a pair of shoes that didn't fit me, and uh, I have big feet. I mean, they're size like 44 or something, and these were 45s and too big. And I said to him, you know, do you want them? And he was like, no chance. I'm size 50. So that's another thing about moves you need to know. Big guy uh, with a big heart. Lovely, lovely guy. And uh, we talk about how he is touring around Berlin. What it's like busking around the streets of Berlin. What it's like when we first met. What it's like at some of the bars we go to. And the things that inspire him to really keep going. Because it's not easy out there. And this is what happened when Moves and I sat down over a beer to talk about his musical journey. And stay tuned to the end as well because as I said there's a three song little gig at the end there and I think you'll want to hear it especially because one of the songs was written just before this podcast was recorded here's what happened when Moves and I met I don't know how classy I look to you but I'm really not (laughs) really it's all an act I mean I have Mm -hmm. to look like this so that I actually you know have my job yeah (laughs) otherwise what's the fucking point that's (laughs) All right, sir. So are we calling you actually Moves or Ian? What are we calling Moves? You? Moves is my, Moves Johnson. Please. You know that this is going to start it now. The confusion of Moves That's and Ian. Fu- That's no, going to no. be the first clip. If I, I do bookings for bars and stuff as well, like I'm I'm a promoter for a, a couple of bars here in Berlin, and um, and when I introduce myself as a promoter, I'm like, "Hi, I'm Ian." But then, like, you go to the bar, and the bartender will be like, "Oh, Moves," and and, yeah, yeah. and it's very. Uh, like my friend from Canada came to visit and he's like, can Ian and I buy a beer? And the bartender was like, who the hell who the is Ian? Is Ian? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a very, um, I, that's one of the things I like about Berlin is, is in Canada, they, they look at you and go, that's a ridiculous name. Yeah. Also, why are you playing music on the street? You're too yeah, young yeah. to be homeless. And, yeah. and here I'm like, no, it's Moose Johnson. He's a busker. Like it's, Everything that I want to do with my life is completely validated in this city. But the first time I met you was at Laxmi Bar Open yeah. Mic, which was about, oh God, when did I come? Like August, September, something like that? Yeah. I mean, this was, is going to sound really weird when this comes out, but August, September it 2018. Was, it was almost a year before whenever the listeners are listening to this. It's, well, six, eight months, something like that. Whenever you're listening, yeah, yeah. some point in time we met. Yeah. And I remember when you first introduced yourself, I thought you said you were Moose Johnson. Yeah. And I called you Moose for a long time. At the other bar. Because I thought that was hilarious. I was like, he's Canadian. He's called himself Moose. <laughs> I like it. This is great. At the other bar, there's a guy who, who is a regular there. And he's also Canadian. He's called Goose. 
And so, and they did the same thing. They thought it was moose and goose, and they just assumed that we name ourselves after animals in the country. Uh, <laughs> is that that Goosetronics guy or whatever? Yeah, Goosetronics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I know him at least a little bit, but not not much. But He's um, a very friendly man. We're all, we all are. We're Canadian. But tell us about Moves Johnson then, Ian. Uh, what do you want to know? <laughs> like, um, well, how did you sort of get started on this? Because we've played together a little bit and sort have. of been a, each other's sort of performances and gigs for a while. Agreed. But actually, I've never really asked you your sort of musical background. Um, I started, I, I think I started playing drums when I was like 11 years old, 12 years old, something like that. And so drums are my first instrument. Um, and I was, I'd play in rock bands and punk bands, like, like school things, garage bands. And, um, I wasn't Moves Johnson right away. I think it took a year or two before, well, like once I was playing in bands, it took about a year or two before I fell into that. Mm. Um, and Johnson comes from there's this blues musician Robert Johnson of course who uh, yeah he sold his soul at the crossroads to become better Um, and I was always just like if you're gonna have like a really cool bluesy name like if you're gonna take Johnson you need something to to, to front that Like, like you need you know there's like Blind Willie Jones or BB King like like you just need something really obscure and uh, and I was watching actually a Kevin Smith documentary um, Jay think, and Silent Bob. Yeah. Wow, Kevin Smith. I don't think he's ever inspired anyone. But okay. uh, no, no, definitely. I've um, read his books. He's he's really wow. good. Um, okay. I mean, he gets so much ridicule, actually. But okay. Yeah, okay. I, as far as like how to be an indie artist, like look, regardless of if you're making movies or art mm. or music, mm. like he's mm. very on point. He's really wow. full of advice. Um, and he said we were we were filming a movie and Jason Mewes when they're off screen, uh, Jason calls him Moves. He's like, hey, Moves, how do you want me to do this scene? How do you want me to do that scene? And I was like, Moves is a great name. And nobody talks about Kevin Smith. Like, it was a really obscure... I was no. like, I'm just going to take that and see if it sticks. No, yeah, and yeah. and it really... I think it was 13 years old. And I've had it since then. For, so, like, so you've been under that moniker? Yeah, since. like for 18 years. Almost, wow. almost two decades. I've, I've had Moves Johnson. And the fact is, like... There's not another Moose Johnson. Like nobody else. Comes no, no, no. And that's true. And that's true. When I realized you weren't Moose, then, then yeah, I yeah. realized you were you were Moose, yeah. and then no one else came. Like out. even if you have two followers, if you Google Moose Johnson, you find the guy with two followers. You don't find somebody else in Spain or something. Yeah. Like it's yeah. It's funny how many Johnsons we have though, because there was another episode of this podcast with a guy called Eodora Johnson. And I was like, this is weird. Like, Robert Johnson has inspired way too many people. It's like, a really good like, story. Like, <laughs> like, no, I went and sold my soul to no, the devil to be good with... Uh, it's a complete myth, but it's a great story. Yeah, but exactly. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's a really good story. There's, yeah, yeah. The guy from Green Day, the bass player, Mike Dernt from Green Day, has a really good quote of like, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. It matters if you have a really good story to tell at the that's, end. That's, that's definitely true. Yeah, actually. like I, I, I cling to that. <laughs> so, How long have you been in Berlin now? I mean, this is obviously hard to say when this eventually goes out. But this, this, when did you move? As here? of this recording, I've been here for about eight months. It's not my first time in Berlin, though. I came to visit a friend of mine when in 2017, mm-hmm. and he'd been here for about six years, and we knew each other back in Canada. And um, for about six years, he was met. Oh, come to Berlin. Like, come play music in Berlin. Come visit me. You know, mm. you can drink on the street here. You, you can. can buy alcohol in convenience stores. Yeah. We don't have these things in Canada. No, no, no. And I came here and it was very much like like a light shining through the clouds. Mm. <laughs> so she's like, ah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> I had a wonderful two months and, and I really did fall in love with this city. I went to Munich for Oktoberfest. And I sort of assumed all of Germany was like Berlin. Mm. Uh, and then I and go to Munich really and I'm isn't. like, wow, this is not yet. No. Um, Ingolstadt, um, you know, uh, Hamburg. They're, they're great. Like, I love Germany. I really yeah, do. same, same. But it's not the same thing. And I make a point when people ask where I live of telling them I'm in Berlin, not Germany. Exactly. Because it's completely exactly. different. Yeah, it's a very... I, I, I'm, I'm learning German now because I have to if I want to stay. Mm. And, um, and I'm making a point to try to get a Berlin accent with it because, like, out of respect for the city I live in. I didn't want to come to Deutschland. I wanted to come to Berlin, hmm. um, which I think should be mandatory. I think everybody should come to Berlin at some point. And they're like, just spend a week. Here. Realize that this is an option as yeah. a lifestyle. Like, yeah. you don't have to agree with it. You don't have to do it. But, like, enough people do. And, like, roads still get paved. Like, shit still gets done. Um, and it's very... I, I, I think people need to at least see that, that 
this is an entire mindset. It's mm. not uh, it's not just a vacation city. Like, like, no, like there are totally. people who live here and 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 can work on this level, mm. and I really like it. But what drew you here first off? Then it was it sort of Bowie and stuff like that? a lot of people say Bowie or Bowie, however you want to pronounce I didn't, it. I didn't know he lived here at first. No, um, see, nor did I, which I, I was super ignorant about. Yeah, but, no, there, there was a but, lot of stuff that I didn't realize about Berlin until I'd been here for a while. I, I literally I came to visit my friend. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and then I came here, and I'm like, "This is amazing! This is, I I totally get why you chose to live here mm. and not mm. anywhere else." And um, I went home because of the Schengen visa. I had to be out of Berlin for six or seven months, mm. Mm. something like that. And it was to the day. I remember the exact day that I was allowed to land back in Berlin. I I did, mm. um, and it was very much uh, my time in this city was was so life-changing and so formative for mm. for what mm. I want to do and since I've been here I've, I've visited Canada again since I've moved here and I miss my family I love my family I love my friends mm. I I don't regret where I came from or, or have bitterness or anything like that but it's it really reminded me of all of these things that I this is why I left. Like, yeah. I don't want to go yeah. back to this. You know what Where I mean? are you from in Canada? I, I tell people I'm from Toronto. Yeah, but that's a lie. And no, I know yeah. that that's a lie. Toronto so. <laughs> is the biggest city in proximity to where I'm from. Um, my family lives... Now they live in a town called Phelpston. Um, and I say town loosely. Like, it's not even... Yeah. Our nearest neighbors are a 10-minute drive away. It's very... Like, they live on a farm in the middle of nowhere. My mom sent me pictures last week, and we had one of the worst snowstorms in yeah, that town. Yeah, you had this and whole polar vortex thing, didn't every, you? Like, six-hour radius from her, everything was closed. The gas stations weren't getting deliveries from the trucks Shit. for petrol. And, and yeah. Um, so I grew up in that kind of environment. The town I grew up in is called Caledon East, um, which is near Bolton, Ontario, which is slightly more... Po- like, some people who know Toronto have been to Bolton. So I live in Caledon East, which is like the hillbilly town next door to it. <laughs> and uh, and then my parents just kept going north and kept... Well, my mom kept going north. My dad mm. actually lives closer to uh, to the U.S. border in mm. Niagara Falls. Mm. But it's very... Um, like they say, oh, you know, to drive from here to to Munich is, is nine hours. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. That's a perfectly acceptable drive where I come from. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. yeah. It, it takes me two hours to visit either of my parents just mm. because mm. Canada is so big. So let's jump into music though. Okay. Instead of backgrounded things, although it's super interesting, let's jump into songs. So your musical style, hard to define because there's some stuff that's very sort of traditional country folk rock let's say yeah sure and then there's some stuff that is like acoustic punk kind of yes so where do you draw influences from i really like the acoustic punk vibe um and frankly like for a city like berlin i'm surprised there's not more people doing it Mm. um i like it not that there aren't people doing it and and the ones i've seen are very good at it but it's uh i don't see as much of it as like we go to lakshmi and that's kind of how Mm. we know each other and um, it's a lot of singer-songwriters. It's a lot of... They're very good. They're very talented. But it's, yeah. it's not yeah. that uh, aggressive sort of acoustic... Well, I played a show called Acoustic with Attitude. Mm-hmm. That's how it was marketed. Mm-hmm. And I really... I like that moniker. I like that... I think that's how a lot of my stuff is appropriately described. Mm-hmm. Um, acoustic with Attitude. Yeah. Like it. Like it just... Like there's not enough people, I think, just pushing forward and, and, and just hammering away on it um, I, I've dabbled in rapping and hip hop as well yeah because you and play some sort of rap and hip hop stuff it happens yeah mm. um, not all of it's mine I won't pretend that I've written no, everything no, no, the, you've heard no 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 but um, but it's very uh, uh, it's fun and, and I feel like it's influenced my writing style it's, it's to hear someone rap and, and to practice a rap song to sing a rap song um, or rap it whatever is um, like it changes the way that you look at the at the flow of a verse. You're not just trying to rhyme the last words of a verse. You're mm. you're trying to find a consistent pattern and energy throughout the entire lyric. Yeah, and yeah. and that's really helped with the way I write my own lyrics. Yeah, um, yeah. and I used to really be against electronic music and against uh, like I did. Oh, it's not a real instrument, though, so it's not real music. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And and uh, it was a band called Atmosphere that first kind of broke me out of that. And uh, they have a song called Flesh. 
which was the first rap song I'd ever heard that I liked. That I, I remember going, I want to learn this. Mm. Um, and, and I never knew you could write rap songs about not doing coke, about not mm. committing crimes, about, about not, not wanting... Not all of your hoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cuts through soul and cuts through flesh. And when they started to holler, I thought about how the couple dollars in my pocket could have doubled as a dollar. Taller than most, but never tower over. I don't know if I trust the rocket sits on my shoulders. I waste time by talking to the drama. The world was mine, I give it to my baby's mama. One for the queer, but two for the lime. And spill the girl and get that one. There's one you do that I really, really love. I think it's a cover, but it's one I really, really love, and I checked it out, and it, I can't remember the title, but it's got something to do with morning masturbation. Yeah, like that's, today. That's a great That's an atmosphere one. song. That's that same That's band. a fantastic <laughs> song. The lyrics to it are really fucking on point, actually, and it's like... This describes an average day for me. Actually. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly how I feel about it. You just you wake up, you write for a bit, you put on your headphones and go for a walk, and, and there's people you meet yeah, through the day. Maybe and, you'll have a drink or something, and that's yeah. it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. cool. All right. You try to flirt with a girl. She's probably not going to say yes, but you try <laughs> yeah. anyway. Uh, I was like, this is great. This yeah. describes single me so well. Uh, I like no, it. That's exactly... And I, and I like it because... It's one of those songs where when you perform it, you, you get into the zone with it. You, you try to tell the story. Well, I thought it was presented. yours because you tell the story very well like, <laughs> with your intonation of it and stuff like that. And Maybe. I was like, that must be his song. But then I Googled it and it wasn't. It's sorry. not. Yeah, but, yeah no. no it's, it's very easy to, to find out if I'm lying to you or not. Like, <laughs> yeah. Now that the internet exists. Yeah, now we have the internet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or Shazam. I just sort of hold it up yeah. and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's someone else's song. But if you then, hold up Shazam and I'm playing a song and it gives you the original song, that means I'm doing it well. You must be doing it well <laughs> for it to pick it up. Yeah. Yesterday was like today. Woke up, got up, near 11 o'clock, butt naked except I was wearing my socks and that's cool Cause most of the time this floor is cold Stand up and stretch, look around this mess My place has been a cave since she left me Make my way to the kitchen, start the coffee Then dip to the bathroom, begin the triple S And wash the previous evening off me now But you write a shit ton of your own stuff I do as well, yes It's a crazy amount Um, But not all of it is out there and released, right? Like you must have like a backlog of hundreds of songs. I have. Um, I used to play when I was first in high school. Like I said, I was thirteen and I played drums, uh, and I was singing for the band. I was drumming and singing, mm. uh, and that band was called The Counterpoint. All is one word. Um, represent, but uh, <laughs> but like you, um, you can Google that and find a lot of the back stuff. I'm not sure where. Like if you Google, it'll come up, and. Um, I think we had about four CDs, four or five CDs of original material at one point, um, like by the end of it. And then the guitarist from that band was one of my best friends in life uh, ever. We, mm. we sort of discovered our passion for music together. He's to this day one of the best guitarists I've ever seen. Um, but unfortunately, like with a lot of really talented people, there's something in the personality that tends to fall behind yeah and he's just very um particular and and i don't want to say anything negative about him because because it's not what i mean but but like he's just the band broke up because because working with him became very difficult and it was more hassle than it was worth and uh and he's still active in canada um Mm. but then i took sort of the dying ashes of that band and then i made another band called stereo blastula which the first two CDs we did, I think I did all of the work for them. I did all the digital programming. It was a lot more digital. I was getting into hip hop at this time. So I was producing it and and making all the beats myself. And then we'd have a band come in and play live music over the beats. Um, So I, and then it became Moves Johnson doing his own thing when I came here. That that band Stereo Blast also got hired to play with a guy called Buddy Black. Um, great name. That it's it's always oh, so That's much. A great one. I I remember falling in love with him. Like one of the first times I ever saw him, yeah. uh, it was just like, oh my god, you're amazing. You're doing everything I want to do with your music. Uh, and then to have him come up to you after and be like, I want you to play with me, is was it was just sort of heartwarming. Like, yeah. oh my god, you think I'm qualified to participate in this? Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I like between. Counterpoint, Stereo Blastula, and Buddy Black. I think there's about 15 or 16 albums uh, that I have under my belt. 
Um, And I'm working on, now that I'm in Berlin, I'm actually working on an EP. I'm recording a single with um, Motherbot Records Um, right now. They're a techno label and I'm recording one of the first sort of live instrument songs that they're going to, hopefully they're going to release. If if not, then I'm still recorded it with them. But like, Mm. I've been told that if it goes well, then maybe we can do a release yeah, under yeah. that uh, sure. but but motherbot studios is a is a wonderful place to record it's it's um mo danger is the guy doing my album he's an absolutely That's incredible name as well yeah you hang out with people with great names oh i i, I, I almost forced names. them to have good names like the, <laughs> in the counterpoint it was uh, moves johnson pk smooth and sexodus sexodus uh, sexodus oh was That's our a, drummer <laughs> that's a good one and then um the guitarist that i was just telling you about his name was jefferson twilight um the violinist I work with now, I play, the project I'm with now is called Moves Johnson and the Box Hoppers. And mm. it's primarily me and a violinist who is called uh, Scrubbin Scorch Tucker. And um, and then Nard is the name of uh, the other guitarist that works with us. Wow. So, yeah. Um, I just, it's, it's, I really like the, like when you walk on stage, there should be a difference between who you are and, and who you're presenting to people. Mm. Um mm-hmm. Not that I don't enjoy myself or not that I'm like a different person, but like like Moves Johnson wears funny suits and sunglasses and, and can make witty jokes. Ian is a very shy person. And yeah. Doesn't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I've tried to work on that sort of on stage persona before, but instead I'm just quite bitter in real life and then quite bitter on stage <laughs> as well. I remember one of the first times we played, I think it was at Radler's, and someone was like, someone is silly, he doesn't need to be this miserable. And I'm like, yeah, but I quite like it. Like, yeah, this yeah. Is, and that's... Like, I don't know. No, this, I don't know. It's I got not, exactly... But it's generally not not an act. I should, like, actually, I've been told before, like, I should just cheer up on stage, actually. Be thankful, be polite, but I'm just like, no, nah, I'm just generally quite pissed off about stuff. So. I think it's really funny that you say that, because I played a show once, and um, the promoter of the show said exactly the opposite he's like you're always so fucking happy uh, like why don't you get play sad songs once or you're too cheery uh, and uh like, i don't know this moves johnson's a lot happier than i am but how do you get over shyness on stage then because i'm still pretty fucking shy and quiet on stage uh sunglasses sunglasses <laughs> i even when i like I, i'm busk and i play in the ubons here i'm a street performer when the weather's nicer um sort of covers the time between gigs and uh yeah, like if I don't have to look people in the eye, yeah. it's it's a lot better. Yeah, it's a lot, yeah. uh, and and it's still even the first two songs, you, you're, you're like your legs are shaking. You're still like, I hope people like this. I think that's the same with anyone, right? I can't remember who it was who said it, but they were like, if you're not nervous in the first like two songs, then you don't give a shit. Like, yeah, everyone is, even like super famous people, like mm. are still really nervous. You care about what you're presenting, and you really yeah. hope that it's coming out the best you can present yeah. it, and. Yeah. Uh, and again, at some point, you just hit your stride, and and you you are you're like, no, I'm in the zone now. Yeah, it's about three happening. songs in, I think. Then yeah. you're kind of like hit your stride a bit, which is why yeah. I really like open mics because because it's a great place to meet new people and network, and and you get to play, and and you don't have to go through all the trouble of like calling promoters or mm. or bars in advance. Like you can just show up with your guitar, but at the same time, you only get two songs. Yeah, yeah. and you really have to. I think open mics are different because you have to overcome that shyness on your first song. You just have to walk up and present your full package, your full self. Present your full package sounds really good. <laughs> uh, but, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, they might love you at some open mics. Yeah, yeah. When I was in the counterpoint, I actually had to sign... This true story. I had to sign a nudity contract because throughout uh, shows, I would just keep taking off gradual layers of clothing. <laughs> Until I was in my boxers, but my boxers don't really hide anything, and, and like the zipper was never done up. And, and uh, oh my god, yeah! And uh, more than once, we actually have an album called "Exposed to Children," in which, yeah, I'm gonna let you do the math there. But uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's I, I I think you have to um, for for open mics, you you really gotta. Just sort of walk up and get over that right away. Which following, is good training. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But following this podcast, Moves Johnson has been dropped from uh, his yeah. record label. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Co- a couple of people are not happy with... Yeah. Yeah. But no, I'm... But you're in this sort of full time, right? I mean, I've seen you working on the Christmas markets and stuff like that, but 
But this is sort of your full-time thing now, right? This is. Um, you're busking in the week and gigging, and your gigs have taken off a lot at the minute. Um, yeah, they're really starting to pick up. We're playing um, June 13th. We're headlining Bar Bobu, which is about a four-minute walk from where we're doing this recording. Uh, it's it's nice. literally the next street up. Yeah. Um, on St. Paddy's Day, we're playing something. Uh, I've got April 16th at Radler's. Or Sorry, April 6th at Radler's. Um, we're we're in the midst of finalizing a UK tour in the beginning of June before we do Bobu, uh, and I'm really just happy with with the momentum that's been picking up. Uh, but that's I think again part of why I came here uh, was because, like I said, you go to Canada and and you play on the street or you play in a bar and they kind of look at you with this. I've been told this before, like oh you're too young to be homeless. Yeah. Like I'm not. I I have a degree in this. I'm, I'm actually like this is what I've chosen to do with my life. Mm. And in in Berlin, they look at you with respect and reverence, and 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 oh, how can we help you? The crowds that you meet are are just a part of the same community and trying to in, uh, help you uh, get get further, mm. which is mm. wonderful. But what happens if you fail? They send me home. <laughs> I, I have a. Uh, but is that an option? Like, have you considered that sort of like shit? This like might I, not said, work I, out. I went back to Canada over Christmas to visit my family, and um, my visa is a, a freelance visa, where uh, I have to I have to basically do what I'm doing in order to to maintain my ability to stay in Germany and and, mm. and do this. Um, if I don't like every year, it's sort of up for renewal, and and they we renegotiate the contract, as it were. Hmm. Um, if I fail, then I have to go back to Canada, and and this last year for Christmas visiting my family. I love my family. I love where I'm from. I love my friends. It was so wonderful to see them, but it really did reinforce that no, don't fail because you have to come back to this. You have hmm. to, and it's not the same. You just don't have the options. You don't have the the ability to to pursue what you want to do mm. back in Canada, um, or at least it's a thousand times harder. What would you end up doing then? I mean, just getting a local job or something, I guess. Yeah, so. I used to be a security guard back in Canada before I I gave it up full time to to busk in yeah. in Toronto, um, and I it was the best day of my life to be able to look at my boss and be like, "No, I'm gonna go play music for a living now." Mm. Like, sawed off, I'm done. And uh, but for about two years, I don't want to say where I was doing no, security, no, no, no. but but, but I was it was a very sort of prominent hospital in the city. There was a research tower attached to it. They did animal testing there, and it's really difficult to like like PETA would protest outside, yeah. and it's difficult to kick those people out when you agree with what they're protesting. Yeah. Like yeah. you, like I was the man, you know what I mean? Like like in the sense of like, oh, yeah. I won't let the man bring me down. Like I was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was very much like that guy who just came and put the foot down and was yeah, like, yeah. no, we have to do it this way. And it was so difficult to to play that role when mm. you don't believe in that character. Mm. Um, mm. Versus Moves Johnson, who is a character that I agree with entirely. He's, he's someone I wish I was. He's someone I'm trying to be with my life. And uh, and it was way easier to, to become that person, to, to leave the security job to become Moves Johnson was... It was it was literally a dream come true. So you don't regret it in any way, or no? The same. You mentioned I was working the Christmas market. Like like I, they paid quite well, and they, yeah, the pay um, was fucking great. It was I wonderful. You told me. And I, I was like, between you and I, I did basically nothing. <laughs> um, like I microwave between bread you and I for, and everyone else. Yeah, but yeah there we go. I microwave bread for twelve euro an hour. Like yeah, just give me the money. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Sixty hour weeks. Like like I was happy to sort of put my head down and plow through that month. Um, because it helped fund a lot of what I'm doing now. It helped pay yeah. for for recordings that I'm doing. It helped pay for advertising for shows. It, it mm-hmm. really helped to work to to, to advance my actual goals. Mm. And one month of working for really good money is fine. And I mm. feel the same way about the security job, where I needed that. My dad asked me, like, why didn't you do this sooner? Mm. And because I wouldn't have been good at it, like I needed that experience. I needed to be that jaded with a with a day job. I needed to to really have no other option but this. No, I know and, exactly what you mean. Yeah, well, um, and I'm really I don't regret it. I wasn't happy. I was miserable. I was borderline alcoholic. I'd come home and drink myself to sleep every night, and and it was terrible. Um, and 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 back back there, it was very. It was like I was depressed and. Mm. And so it was such a nice turn to change uh, into into music full time, 
but I really needed that depression to to force my hand mm. to, to to make me do it full time. Mm. Yeah. So, but how do you find Berlin on the whole in terms of like the music scene? Do you find it quite cooperative or quite combative? No, com- uh, it's 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 way more competitive in Toronto, especially in Toronto. There's Humber Music School, which is where all the jazz students and stuff go. Um, or like a lot of students who don't get into Berkeley in California end up back in Humber and so, like it's a very good music program. I'm not going to say it's the best in the world, but it's very high class. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of the crowds you get uh, tend to be people who either go to that school or are friends of people who go to that school or are planning to go to that school. Mm-hmm. And so you you just here in Berlin, I play songs and people come up and introduce themselves after I I. Played in Berlin in 2017 at some open mics. I disappeared for six or eight months. And and I came back and there were people who recognized me, who knew the words to my songs. Mm. After me being absent for eight months, they were mm. like, no, play that song. Mm. Um, and in Toronto, you get uh, just a whole bunch of crossed arms and people, oh, why didn't he play the minor seven flat nine over that? I could do this better. And it's just snobs and noses in the air and stuff. And And... It's honestly compared to what I grew up having to compete with. This is a fucking dream. It's it's mm. so wonderful. Yeah. So if people want to sit two foot away from you or two hundred rows of seats back, which one day you will do? I'm sure in some sort of sellout stadium. <laughs> but uh, where can people find you live next? Because you've got a run of gigs coming up. Right? Um, well, every Thursday I host my own open mic session at Radler's Bar, which is on Wiener Strasse, uh, Wiener Thirty One in um, Kreuzberg Um, I do that every Thursday we have two featured artists and then uh, we we sort of host an open mic afterward Mm. Um, but if you want to be a featured artist you can find me on Facebook at Moves Johnson Music Uh, you can find me on SoundCloud you can find me on YouTube and stuff but Facebook send me a message and I'll I'll book you Um, and then beyond that uh, because I play there every week uh, as I said, uh, March 16th, we're at a brand new bar that's just opened up here. I think it's called The Willow's Nest. We're going to be doing their very first artist showcase. You're going to have done it by the time that comes. I will but, have yeah. done it by the time this comes out. Yeah, yeah. But but um, yeah, the, the Willow's Nest is around here. So, so we're doing their first artist showcase. Uh, April 6th, I will be headlining Radlers with my own group, Moves Johnson and the Box Hoppers. Uh, and then June 13th is the other one at Barbobu, which is also just around the corner from here. Mm-hmm. And that'll be, we have all of the box hoppers out that night. There's going to be, like, we have a violin, we have drums, we have piano, we have bass. Um, we're going to play like an hour and a half of, of just great uh, rock, blues, a little bit of punk, a little bit of the hip hop stuff. Um, I like it. It's going to be such, a, like, I'm so excited for that show and I really, really think people will will love what they hear. And then um, you have your UK tour, right? That you're sort of setting up. Still. We're setting it up. We're playing in Manchester. I think it's April 7th we're playing in Manchester. Sorry, June 7th. June 7th. June 7th. Yeah, we're playing in Manchester and um and then we're going to go we're doing Edinburgh first, but I don't know if it's the 5th or the 6th that we're doing Edinburgh. Uh we're going to Nottingham, we're going to London. I don't have all of that information finalized no, yet, but we're spending about 5 or 6 days uh, myself and Scorch Tucker are, are she's the violinist and we're we're doing about a, just less than a week in, in mm, the UK yeah. uh, in the beginning of June but then that lends me to the next question which is a good one sort of for people to know because all of this stuff isn't um, finalized yet but where can people find out more about you where can they keep in touch with the moves of Moves Johnson <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find us on uh, like facebook.com slash moves Johnson music uh, I'm fairly, I'm, I'm really good at just sort of keeping stuff updated there, uh, yeah. and, and, and keeping people in the loop there. That's probably the main bit of social media that, that I use. Um, you can go to soundcloud.com slash moves Johnson music, uh, and you can get a whole bunch of songs that they're not even songs that I necessarily play live anymore, but they're, they, they are older songs or, um, some of the newer songs, uh, but 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 that's that's a really good place to to check out um, good music, and I keep myself fairly up to date with uh, with what goes on there and comes off there. Uh, YouTube moves Johnson music, 
or you can follow at Moves Johnson. No music, just at Moves Johnson on uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, and those are basically the places that I keep up to date. I'll be honest though, Instagram is. You follow me on there. I'd love you yeah. to follow me, but I, I'm not going to update that a lot. No, That's, it's not my go-to. I must admit. I don't have interns to pay for this type of shit yet. That's, <laughs> I'm not that famous. That's what I do in my day job. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, no. Facebook, I think, is probably the best. Way. And again, if you Google Moves Johnson, um, it's one of the reasons that I've kept the name so long. Like, you're going to find me. You're not going to find some other dude. Um, you might find stuff I've done ten years ago, but I promise you won't be disappointed. Like, mm. like I am, mm. I am proud of literally everything I've ever put out. Uh, I, I wouldn't have put it out otherwise. Mm. So I'm, mm. I'm Google moves Johnson, and you can find me. Excellent. We're gonna hear a song from you in a minute, but before we go, some quick fire questions. Okay. Favorite album. Oh, okay, it changes. The first album I ever bought... Yeah, I mean, don't worry. It changes with me every week. Like, don't worry. But. The first album I ever bought was Dookie by Green Day. Um, okay. And so it's got a special place in my heart. It's the first CD I ever That's paid That's an interesting for. one, actually. It's yeah. a really... Uh, it's, it's, it's good. It's dynamic. It's not all... Quite, like, it's very good. I really like Green Day. Um, or I used to. And... Um, I think Seven's Travels by Atmosphere. Or, or You Can't Imagine How Much Fun We're Having by Atmosphere. Those are both, uh, like as far as hip hop albums go, those are both some of my favorite uh, things to hear. Anything that the um, Aesop Rock, not ASAP Racky, Aesop Rock. Um, mm. Anything he has put out is something I would recommend. Um, but yeah, th- those are those are where my tastes fall. What's your favorite song you wish you'd written? Favorite song I wish I'd written is. None Shall Pass by Aesop Rock. Uh, oh, no, there's also a song called I'll Be Okay by um, by uh, Aesop Rock and the guy from Atmosphere, which is just a very motivated... I, I have it on every phone or MP3 player that I ever get. That's the first thing that goes on it because it's a really inspiring... Like, you can just listen to it and be rejuvenated for the day. Mm. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite musical gadget or tool? Hmm... A slapback delay because I know my voice sounds <laughs> yeah. good, and that's frankly, slowly, Fred Durst I, I think is a very underappreciated the guy from Limp Bizkit. <laughs> D- Not nearly enough people pay attention to Limp Bizkit. Like that chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water the, was actually one of the first albums I ever owned, amazing, which is crazy. The, the like, best I was troll an angry of the music industry I've ever like, seen. Like I don't think people really get what Limp Bizkit was doing, and I'm so happy. And and his slapback delay is just so nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I've never thought of that, actually. Most <laughs> people pick pedals or something really obscure, but that, that was a good one. Uh, band you would most like to tour with? Who would they be? Band, band I would most artist. like to tour with? Ween. Ween, um, yeah. I, again, I don't know how many people know Ween, but they are they are everything I'm trying to achieve musically. They are, they are, they are funny, they're talented, they're tight, um, and and they just seem like genuinely fun people to hang out with backstage. They seem mm-hmm. like they would be cool, um, especially now that uh, that Aaron Freeman is sort of coming out of rehab and and not as eccentric as he used to be. He's a little more level headed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the final one. Let's say you do achieve all of your goals, your musical goals. Who would you like to open for you? Win. Because that means <laughs> that means I've surpassed one of my heroes. <laughs> Literally, any of the artists I just said uh, would be awesome. If 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 I'm bigger than you, that means I've won. <laughs> <laughs> I like that spirit. No, that's good. Um, thank you, Moves, for coming along, or Ian. Thank you, Ashley. Oh, this has been so wonderful. I'm really glad we did this. Well, we've tried to book it in for ages, so it, now it's happened. It's finally like, happened. I'm so I unbelievably happy. Have my corporate day job that takes up a lot of time. So uh, yeah, so it's good to actually be here. But you're going to play a song for us now, a yep. song or two. I don't mind which ones you pick whatsoever, but do you I've have actually any... written, I, I wrote a song about an hour before I left my house to come here. He's done what I do. This is what I do before I go to Lexmi Bar, is write a song yeah, and see yeah. what happens. I like it. I was, I was, I was thinking of you. I was, I'm going ah, to see Ashley hey. and this is a brand new song. So I'm going to try this song that I have literally never performed ever. Um, I, I wrote this as of this recording. This was written three and a half hours ago. Mm. So, yeah, let's wow. try that one and then maybe we'll do one more. I don't know what that cool, is. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. So, this is a song that uh, 
that I wrote for my friend back in Canada who is an amazing guitar player, but just very... He lives in his own head, and, and he's one of my oldest friends, um, one of the best uh, musicians I've ever met, but he's just very... He's his own creature, and, and this is a song I wrote uh, when, when the band broke up because because he couldn't he couldn't be there anymore. So yeah. It's called tunnels. There's fear in your eyes But all I ever hear Are your beautiful lies And I can't remember The last time I saw you afraid You don't look too impressed But you don't seem that sad I guess I've just been stretched Like the rest of the damned and I can't remember the last time I really felt safe So let's stay inside, I don't wanna go out It's been raining all night and there's strangers around And I really don't think that we'd have that much fun anyway Say that's an excuse Cause you seemed well enough Back when you loved me too And all I remember Is the last time I tried to believe In you and me They tell me I'm blessed I tell them I guess If what they mean Is you in a dress and it's never been proven, but I'm certain you would agree. And you'd say, let's stay inside, I don't want to go out. It's been raining all night, there's strangers around. And I really don't think that we'd have that much fun anyway. To write you a song Well it turns out I got the words horribly wrong No matter how hard I try You still won't sing along I guess I didn't know you at all I'm really embarrassed that I can't remember it, but at the same time, it was written three hours ago, and I have it written. It's going to be a song. I'm definitely recording it. I just, the melody is gone, and then you made the Wonderwall joke about how it kind of sounds like Wonderwall. <laughs> so I'm just reading the words, and I'm like singing Wonderwall with these lyrics, and they're like, fuck, that's not, uh, damn it. Damn it. Um, Give it a go. Uh, I can try, but like, it's not going to work. That sound like Wonderwall, doesn't it? I told you I'm a wandering man Always running back inside myself That I'm a loose cannon Never satisfied to find some help 
You told me not to make demands To leave my peace in peace Just to be my friend She always calls me by the names That I've asked her not to say Assumes the scandal can't be handled In a million ways I don't know what's different today I don't recognize her face The lines around her mouth are blurred Her words are slurring as she shouts Gotta get away from you Gotta get away from you Gotta get away from you Outside. It's cold and you might not come back in Feeling like the litter mite Blisters running all across my skin You told me I'd be left behind As if you thought that threats would help you win I told you I was terrified You just laughed And we did it all again She always calls me by the names that I've asked her not to say As soon as the scandal can be handled In a million ways I know what's different today But I don't recognize that face The lines around her mouth are blurred Slurring as she shouts I gotta get away from you Get away from you. Gotta get away from you. Thank God I got away from you. Uh, this is ostensibly about the same woman, actually. And uh, <laughs> this is the last song. And uh, but yeah, this is I got slapped in the face for this. And here it is. It's called You Need to Know. Dollar quick with hearts on it, you hardly don't wear anymore. Well, even if there is a reason, all you need to know, don't make me feel insecure. See, I don't believe there's a side of me you haven't seen to this. Should come as no surprise Although you can be a real bitch Sometimes I still get high Each time that I look in your eyes There are times when our friendship Feels more like a war Don't you know I would die for you I've done it before No No Jesus is waiting in Waterloo for me and you With souls in the palms of his hands So let's steal the car from that prick You know we'll hit the road We'll drive it as far as we can There are times when our friendship Feels more like a war 
Don't you know I wouldn't die for you I've done it before No No If the light will catch up, we'll hear crickets sing. And all I know is I love you more than anything. Ending us then with a little three-song concert. That was Moves, or Ian, if you want to follow him that. Moves Johnson, or Ian Robinson, if you're looking for the proper name, not to ruin the mystique. Uh, that is Moves Johnson there with a few songs to round us off. Really, really great episode, and thank you, Moves, for coming along. But most of all, thank you for listening. Truly, thank you for your company today. It's been really nice to have you here. If you think this episode will be interesting to someone else, please do share. You can do that on social media, where you can also reach out to BPM Pod. You just search for BPM Podcast on Instagram or Facebook, and it'll pop up. You can also look for BPM Podcast in any search engine, and up it will come. And there's also a mailing list on the website, which is bpmpod.com. Sign up to that, and you'll be the first person to hear any BPM-related news, when new episodes are out, so on and so forth. Again, thank you very much for your company, and I can't wait to talk to you again. We've got some really good talent coming up in the coming episodes, and it's exciting times, really, really exciting times, and none of this would have been possible without you supporting it. So remember, be nice to each other, stay lucky, and I'll speak to you soon.